Hello and welcome to the Later in Life Love podcast with your friend Mimi and Herbu AJ. Today we're going to be talking about relationships and social media. Hmm. Talking and ticking, chatting and snapping, the book of the face. Let's hear it. Yes, because in this day and age, social media is a factor in relationships. There are, you almost as a, as a person have a philosophy around social media. For example, um, I recently did a whole almost cleansing of social media because I realized, uh, and this has been several months ago now, that I was spending way too much time on TikTok. And anyone who's been on TikTok knows how addictive it is. It's one of those situations where you are on the site for a couple minutes and, and you're like, well, I'm just, you know, like waiting for my laundry to finish. I'll just be on here for 10 minutes. And the next thing you know, the sun is setting. Yes. <laughs> 10 hours. <laughs> exactly. 10 right. minutes becomes 10 hours. Exactly. That's uh, one of the reasons why I avoided the talk of the tick. None of that for me. I always saw that as kind of, you know, young folks thing. And I'm not a young folk, so I leave that to the kids. Uh, no TikTok for me. I've never tried it, never will. Well, can't well I do it. disagree with you on that. There's definitely all ages. It may have started off that way, but like anything else, um, it's now all ages. But every once in a while, I'll, I'll see something or, you know, a video gets around, makes the rounds, becomes viral. But uh, uh, I haven't regretted turning back from that. So the other day I was on Facebook and I saw a, a post where someone was talking about their relationship and it made me think about people's philosophy around how you handle being in a relationship in social media, whether you're in a relationship now or not. Um, it's something to consider. It's a, a topic to bring up when you're when you have a significant other and you have any type of social media presence. So I thought we would talk about that today. Today. What do you think, babe? I have seen all levels. I've seen those who post the world every single moment of their life, every food they've ever eaten, every mile they've ever jogged, um, and everything else that goes on in their world. And then there's others who, you know, barely post. So, I mean, there's many options out there. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention the Instagram. And you did mention uh, formerly known as Facebook, but we got some meta in here too. Mm -hmm. Yes. And one of the things that I guess people have to consider maybe first is, are you going to tell people that you're a couple on these sites? Are you going to link your account? You know how um, Facebook has uh, so-and-so is married to so-and-so or in a relationship with so-and-so or became engaged on such and such a date. So what do you think about that, baby? Do you think that people should post that type of information? Relationship status conversation. That's right. To post or not to post? That is the question. I don't know. You know, it's really up to each couple's involvement, you know, the involvement they had before the relationship. 
and what they plan on having together. I definitely think it should be a conversation. You can't just assume that the person that you're now dating wants to wants the world to know. Is that world just the immediate people that are their friends and family and coworkers, or is it the actual world? So that's a it's definitely a conversation to have. You know, I personally um, don't want the world to know. I want the world. You know, I I know that you are an important part of my world, but it's not anybody's business as far as me posting it. And, you know, we had that conversation and agreed, hey, that doesn't need to be shared with everyone. That doesn't need to be something that we put out there. Um, and we left room to change our mind at some point. You know, if we do decide that, hey, this is going to be something important that we want everybody to know, then, you know, we have that option. So we can't say it's a hard and fast rule. But for right now, we're just saying, hey, our friends and family and people that are important to us, they know the depth of our love for each other. But we don't have to put it out there so that the internet knows. Right. And I think part of the reason for not posting about our relationship or status and, and that type of thing is because I'm not on social media that much, period. So it's not something that I think about a lot or that people would say, oh, wow, I haven't seen an update on Mimi's relationship in, in five days. What happened? Like, they, I'm not on there. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's it's not a big deal for me to, to omit that. Whereas I think with in your case, you have um, clubs and activities that you belong to that, that you probably post more, more frequently about that. But not we went to this restaurant here we are doing this or that neither one of us are that type of social media poster right and you know as a public school teacher i just don't think it's wise for you know teachers to post a lot uh, anyway you just never know what might come back to bite you in the butt you know um you know of course we are real people and we have real lives and such but you know our students and their families may just run across a, a post or maybe a friend of a friend of a friend you know i uh, actually went to school in the same school system in which I teach. So, you know, there's lots of connections there and you just never know who might see what. And not that anything, you know, awful would be posted, but, you know, just out at a restaurant, take a picture at the dinner table and there's a alcoholic beverage there in front of me. Ooh, your teacher's a drinker, you know, who knows? Or maybe there's three empty glasses How that happen to, be, happen to be on my side of the table. Like, uh, that doesn't mean I drunk all three of those, but, you know, those type of things, just, just, just avoid it. Um, I can wait till I retire to, to go full throttle and be the super poster. Right. And the, the extreme of that, of course, are people who do have polarizing views, we'll call it that. And then they post something that they, you know, they feel comfortable in their circle posting. And the next thing you know, that goes viral and the person's canned. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and that can happen, not just to school teachers, to anyone. So yes, we do have to be careful with that. What do you think about people who don't post anything at all about their relationship though because i've heard some some of my girlfriends over the years talk about a situation where it's like okay mimi it's like i don't exist in his social media world he's on instagram he's on facebook but he's not posting about us. It's like, I, I don't even exist. I just feel like uh, you got to keep that same level of energy. <laughs> if before you met them, you were posting daily and, you know, especially if you posted other relationships and all of a sudden now this one isn't posted because, you know, whether you like it or not, that person's going to go and they're going to uh, 
cyber stalk you, <laughs> especially if it's yes. something new. They're going to go and find out, hey, what has this person been doing for the last three, four or five years? And suddenly they like a post from uh, back in 2018. You're like, oh, ooh, they're, they're scrolling deep here. And they see that you were in a relationship. You're also proud of this you know, person and you were posting all the time. And now that you're in a new one, you know, again, if you haven't had that conversation, hey, why aren't I out there? So it could be just as detrimental to post or not post. You can go either way. That's why the conversation is, is important. Especially if the person is commenting or liking posts from exes or former relationships or even still in, in contact with former relationships. And then you notice, wow, there's nothing about me, but I noticed that he liked this or commented about this or that. It can cause some drama. See, that, that's, that's back to that young folk stuff as far as <laughs> digging so deep that you're concerned about what they are doing online. That, uh, that That's almost a red flag. It's definitely a red flag for me that, you know, you're worrying about, did they see my post? Oh, well, look, I can tell that they saw it, they read it, but they didn't like it. They used to like my post or they like everybody else's post. You know, that, that that's just a bit much for myself. But hey, other people, that's... You you know, that's their way of life. I, I hear students <laughs> talking all the time about who saw it um, and who liked it. And, you know, being a real major concern in their life that somebody did not like their post. How dare you be my best friend and not like my post that uh, I, I'm just not I'm not in that age bracket. Yes, we would like to believe that we become more mature and don't care about those things. But sometimes, uh, you know, it does it can. Um, it can be a factor when people start comparing themselves to other people. Oh, so-and-so always gets more likes when they post a picture of themselves than, than I do. Um, it does sound sort of adolescent to be that way, but I, I see grown people <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and hear grown people talking about that kind of thing, especially the comparison. I think, um, you know, oh, wow, look at what so-and-so got for their anniversary and all I got was a uh, hamburger dinner. You know? <laughs> right. But most people only post the positive stuff. You know, they're not going to post, uh, you know, we had a big fight. Now, again, that's most people because I have seen those connections where uh, they're posting everything, even the good, the bad and the ugly. You know, why asking questions of their social media um, fan base? You know, why didn't he do blah, blah, blah <laughs> and being upset about it and wanting comments about it? it you know and their friends will say oh girl well i'm sorry he didn't and others will say how dare he and some say you know well i guess it's over and next thing you know you know two hours later the world's back on its axis and their life is just great. And they tell you about that too. <laughs> so it's just the oversaturation of information that I don't think anybody should be privy to in your life. And I really think it takes away from, you know, your relationship, especially if you're spending every moment posting, when do you have time to actually connect with that person right there in front of you? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it takes away from, and I heard this term the other day, um, bidding, I think it's called bidding moments. And bidding is when you seek out that connection in your partner. So let's say you're watching a TV show and yeah, you could watch the TV show alone and you might enjoy doing that. But it's, it's better when you're there with your partner and you're able to watch it together and comment on it. It's more enjoyable. 
Mm-hmm. So reaching out to your partner and say, hey, can we watch this show together? That would be an example of bidding. So if you're doing that and you say, okay, yeah, I'll watch it with you. But 80% of the time, you're actually on your phone scrolling through, uh, you know, mm-hmm. posting, liking, and your partner laughs at something and say, hey, did you see that? Oh, no, no. I, I was sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, yeah. at that moment, I'm, I'm going to pause whatever we're watching and just look at you. <laughs> I'm going to give you the teacher look. Yes. And you know, that means, oh, okay, yeah, I, I better put this down because uh, he wants my <laughs> full undivided. And even the fact that you want to sit there, you know, and hold the other person's hand. If they got both right. hands on the phone, you can't hold anything. Right. Be an iPad. You got. You definitely need two hands to hold that one up. <laughs> so yeah, you do have to put the devices away at some point and just enjoy what's in front of you. I do remember seeing. Um, uh, I don't know a poster hearing an interview of a you know a famous rock star or you know rap star whomever it is and doing a live concert and just stopping the concert at one moment and just saying hey I know everybody wants to get a video wants to get a picture but for this particular song can we put all the devices down just be here in the moment and then he stopped and waited like okay we know this is your favorite person on earth you can't believe that you're at this concert you paid you know whatever hundred dollars to be there in the front row put it down and be in the moment just for one song i love that i think it'd be best to do that just for one show just for one hour just for you know for the sake of the relationship be in the moment no one is going to care about the grainy video footage that you got of 30 seconds of that concert yeah but it is a special moment to just sit and enjoy and soak up that moment that's that's awesome yeah more more artists need to do that kind of stuff but um yes i i i do recall on occasion getting that teacher look from you but i've also given the teacher look even though i'm not a teacher <laughs> So occasionally we both slip up on that type of thing, but I'm glad that we're both the type of people to be like, hey, hold on a second. (laughs) Be with me here now. There you go. And we understand each other like that. So one of the things that's beautiful about our relationship, honey. I agree. We're well matched. Now, what do you think about following exes and still staying in touch with exes on social media? Of course, I know what you think because we've talked about it, but right. We've talked about about it. Yeah, we've talked about it. And, you know, neither one of us have had a big problem with it. Um, you know, I don't I don't think that you would go so far as to try to figure out whether I am following someone. So, you know, me personally, I would not. yeah, I, if I thought it was something I shouldn't do, I could probably get away with it. <laughs> but I don't think it's something that 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 really matters. Um, I'm not one to unfollow anyone, you know, unless there's, you know, like serious, you know, conflict of interest (laughs) let's say let's put it that way but you know unless they do something really crazy in their world and i'm like okay i don't need to be associated with this person at all but just for the fact that the relationship ended that doesn't mean i'm gonna unfollow them um you know and i I guess as uh charlamagne would say i want them to see me shine i'm not unfollowing anybody they need to see (laughs) that i'm still up I love that. And, and my life is still going well and, and be jealous of it and look what they missed out on. So, um, you know, but that could cause 
a problem if, you know, it wasn't, you know, you or if you had a different frame of mind as far as, hey, you need to make sure that, you know, all these people in your past are gone and gone, not only out of uh, your phone contacts, but out of your social media, out of your life. I better not see their face anywhere or hear that they called or tried to get in touch with you. So um, I'm I'm glad that I that we have that type of relationship. It is. And we have talked a bit about this on numerous occasions. It is so refreshing and it, it just ha- it provides such a sense of ease when you're with a partner who is not the jealous type and who isn't like, what? what? Why did you like her post? What? Why did you comment on this or that? You know, it's like if you know what you have and you're solid with your relationship, none of that should be a factor at all. As they say, we ain't got time for that. Nobody's got <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. So as our final thoughts to our episode on social media, you know, my personal opinion is I post about, um, you know, my cycling adventures. I go on adventures every summer and want to share um, what I do, where I go, you know, pictures and videos of the things that I've seen. Um, I look at it as kind of a, a yearbook or an annual. I look at it as, you know, just me posting something that I can look back on three years from now and say, oh, look, on that day, I was over here at this part of the world or the country, or this is where I did my, you know, 20 mile ride, my 50 mile ride, whatever it may be. So it's more of a yearbook and memory wall for me. Um, But personal stuff, I try to stay away from it. And how about for you, honey? Yeah, I'm the same. I'm very rarely on social media. It's been a while since I had um, a, a blog or that I'm that active with, of course, other than later in life love. But even that, it's because it's a different kind of media. We don't post a whole lot even on, on Facebook on that. Um so I, I'm comfortable with the amount um, that I post. Every once in a while, I'll post uh, like your Valentine's Day gift for me. Last year, I posted about that. So every once in a while, I'll post something. But for the most part, um, I enjoy the privacy that that we share. I, I'm solid with what we have. I don't feel like the whole world needs to know about uh, what we did on vacation or what restaurant we went to, etc. So uh, I'm really comfortable with the the level of information that we share. And I think I agree with you. I think it's just a conversation that needs to be had probably early on in a relationship to just decide, hey, what are the boundaries? What are you comfortable with? How much are we going to share? In this day and age, I think it's important to have that relationship early on because I have witnessed numerous problems <laughs> that, that can arise when you don't have that conversation. Agreed. It can definitely cause some issues in your relationship. And hey, we've avoided that. And so, you know, we again, we leave room for change. And who knows, three months from now, we may think differently, but it'll be something that we both agree on. Yeah. And and I appreciate the fact that I feel like every once in a while you will check in on that and, and ask me, it's like, okay, we haven't done this, but should we change? Are we, are we still fine with this? Again, I feel like it's the teacher in you every quarter. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> you need a, a status uh, update every quarter. 
hurt. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's an ongoing discussion, which I think is is also a good best practice. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode about social media. Let us know your thoughts. What is a comfortable level of information to share when it comes to social media? Do you post frequently? Do you prefer not to post at all? We would love to hear your thoughts. You can reach us at anchor.fm forward slash later in life love and leave us a voicemail. Or you can always reach us by email at admin at later in life love.com. And remember, it's never too late for love. It's never too late. Give me a Hi, I'm Mimi. And I'm AJ. We're the host of the Later in Life Love podcast, where we discuss dating and new relationships at 40 plus. Do you have a dating or relationship related question for us? If so, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at anchor.fm forward slash later in life love and leave us a voicemail. Your message might be included in a future episode. You, my friend, can be part of our show. And remember, it's never too late for love. It's never too late. Hello, it's AJ. And your friend Mimi. We're the host of the Later in Life Love podcast, where we discuss topics related to dating and new relationships in your 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond. There's a brand new episode every Monday. Start your week off right with the mindset that it's never too late for love. It's never too late.